It's Growing in Greatness radio show with host Gwendolyn Singletary. We want to be your source for reliable, relevant, and informative strategies that disrupt the norm and to help ambitious achievers grow in greatness. Don't miss it. Mondays at 6 p.m. right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. Achievers grow in greatness. Greatness, 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 greatness. Well, hello there. Happy Monday to all of you. This is the first day of the week, and we have plans to be great and do outstanding things for ourselves and for others. I'm Gwen Singletary, and we're going to talk today about personal branding. You know, we've gone through a series here of talking about leadership. We talked about branding. We talked about companies as it pertains to social justice. And so we're going to talk this week about personal branding, because once again, it all goes together. And we talk about um, personal branding. It has to do with the same process that companies use to market themselves to others. Okay, now, the first thing you're going to say is, oh, I don't market myself. I'm who I am. That is not totally accurate. Yes, you do market yourself. You have a different persona that you give to your clergy if you go to church, certain ways you conduct yourself while you're in church. If you're, if you go, if you're in school, you have a certain kind of demeanor um, with your instructor. If your child is in school, you have a demeanor with your uh, child's instructor. Um, if you're on a work in a workplace, you have a demeanor with your boss, your supervisor. If you own a business, you have a demeanor with your customers. So you do market yourself in terms of wanting people to embrace you and believe what you have to say and feel good about you. No one goes out and tries to make people feel bad about them, right? So you do market yourself. So let's get past that point first. Now, secondly, as you brand, you leverage strategies that will make that make celebrities and brands very popular. Do not believe that the persona that mostly celebrities fall into was something they just fell into. They have hired people <laughs> to help them craft what that's going to be because that is a full-time job. We'll talk about that more and more. But we're not in a position right now as business leaders or leaders in our communities or whatever nonprofit to pay someone to do that. We still have to be just as conscientious about our brand, how people receive us, we first have to decide what do we want to do for the rest of our lives. And when I say that, I don't mean locking yourself into, okay, I got to have this one job. No, what I'm talking about is what is your overall goal? What is your why? Okay, I would like to be a person that encourages others to learn. Perhaps you're a teacher, perhaps you're an instructor, perhaps you're a motivational speaker. Um, I want to be someone that takes on and helps other people with their burdens. Um, you may want to be a social worker. Um, you, um, you may want to work and get a PhD in community development. There's a whole lot of ways to express what you want to do for the rest of your life and how you can do it, okay? So think about that piece because you go into your brand and you're developing a brand statement as to who you are, what you are, and what you're going to do. You want to set your goals. You want to know how I can impact others, how I can impact my life, my children's lives, my niece, my nephews, um, my community at all. How can I impact their lives? How can I make an impact in this world? I was put here for a purpose. How do I make that happen? Um, you look at your, um, your um, purpose, your why. You look at your um, communications as to what you're doing in terms of your intentions. What are your values? What can you do to help motivate others? We want to try to help everybody be all they can be as well. So how do I give what I have to benefit my neighbors, my children, my community, my state, the whole world? 
How do I do that? What do I do? That's part of my branding conversation. You have to develop a plan to get there now. I'm not talking about a full-fledged 20-page document. But I'm talking about there being some key points, some key places you want to meet and, 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 and uh, objectives you want to meet and things you want to do to help you get there, whether it be additional education, whether it be just actually putting yourself in the right place. If you want to help this community, okay, I'm going to now start going to city council and county council meetings. I'm going to be at rallies. Um, what am I going to do? I want to help the education process. I want to try to run for the school board. I'm going to school board meetings. Um, I want to help people learn their creativity, be as creative as they can. Can I help them in terms of helping them raise money to go to different kinds of schools? So what is it that you want to do? There's a plan to get there in terms of um, propelling you to your level of greatness. Um, when you're developing a personal brand, it's essential that you – um, have this in terms of your career and to be a leader. We talked about the importance of leadership. Leaders um, make decisions. They have a vision and anything less than that, just management. You want to lead yourself into this process that you want to go through it with understanding of who and what you are. If you do not protect and develop your own brand, someone can very easily give you a brand. Someone can easily talk about you in such a way that people will say, oh, that's what they are. But you want people to say, no, no, I know her. That's not what she would do. That's not what she said. No, I know her. She wouldn't do that. That is what you want to end up happening. Um, when you're doing your personal branding, you are representing your values. And you have to consistently deliver to those you are serving and working with. Let me taste that one more time. You are presenting your values and you need to be consistent with the people that you are serving. Now, that is huge, greatly important. Uh, just like with a corporate brand, you can't one day say it's um, McDonald's food, folks, and fun, and next day you say, have it your way. <laughs> okay, it doesn't work. Same thing with a personal brand. You don't going to go out here and promote yourself in terms of self-promotion, but what you're going to do is um, expand and show people through your acts, your words, your deeds, your particular values and where you stand on different things. You become a role model, hopefully to some people, you mentor some people, and your voice, regardless how they hear it and when they hear it, is something they depend on. They know that what you're saying has a level of credibility that they want to hear and they want to believe. You have to be responsible. When you start this journey, I'm going to say to this to you right now, it's not a walk in the park. It's not easy. Uh, it's not the most hideous thing you ever, you've ever done in life, but you need to take this seriously. So you have responsibility in developing your own brand. It's a big responsibility, actually, because it's a never-ending journey. You want to be the person that you are, the values that you communicate, the things you believe in, that's throughout life. You know, that is throughout your life. So when you take this process on and you do it right, it's a huge commitment for a long period of time. It's a full-time commitment, okay? It's not something you can put on from 9 to 5 and then at 6.30 or 7, you're a totally different person. That happens so much. So you give a person two perspectives of who and what you are and what you believe. So once again, you have responsibility. You have to know it's a lifelong journey. You have a full commitment to it. All the time is full time. 
And it's essential if you're going to consider yourself a leader. We talked about this before in the leadership mode. Um, there is pressure with this and responsibility, but let me just say, over time, it eases out. It comes to be second nature. And it's who you really are. It should come to that. Um, you're accountable, and um, you have to define and, and manage the way you live and your personal brand. Don't let people pull you into negative situations or have you at a part of something. One of my sisters, I think my sister's favorite terms is no is a complete sentence. Um, no, it's sufficient. If you don't need to be there, if you question whether you taking a picture with someone, being at an event that is not in line with what you think should be going on, then you need to say no. You can't do this back and forth in terms of your brand, not really branding yourself. Um, let me take a sidebar here right now about that because this is very, very important. We are so enamored in this day with social media. Yes, I'm going to do a social media pitch. You're so enamored with social media, which is a good thing, but it can be a devastating, a negative thing to your brand. You have a corporation, a company, an entity, a nonprofit, an organization, a group, and you perceive to be a, trying to put your perspective out there to be a certain type of person and what this company and organization stands for, okay? But you are the leader of that organization. Then when I go to your personal page, I see something that's totally contrary to what's on your business page. You cannot do that. I don't care how many people tell you you can. I don't care how many people say, well, that's my private life. It does not work that way. You won't be successful that way. I'm not going to believe you. I had a young lady that worked for me years ago, and she stopped uh, in the advertising field and became a teacher. And I'm so proud of her because now she's a sense of principal. But anyway, she had um, this page out here on social media and just having a good old time, nothing provocative, but just having a good, good time. And the red cup in her hand, and she's at a party, and she's just not saying to her, Get that down. You are teaching people's children. That is not the persona you want to communicate if you're a teacher. I'm telling you now, what you put out there on social media never goes away. Somebody has it, and people do find you. You can have a business page. That's great. You should. A personal page. That's great. You should. But do know the two will come together. And that once again makes you look bad about, I don't believe your brand promise for the company because I see personally you don't walk the walk. You're not talking the talk. Okay? So please, 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 if you have all that stuff on your, on your page, you need to consider, I'm going to say you need to take it down. Now, you, I can be nice and say you should consider, but I'm going to tell you the truth. You need to take that down. Too many people have lost jobs and lost opportunities because they have this stuff out there about themselves. People now, when you're looking for a job or looking to partner with somebody or looking for business, people go to your social media, and they see what you have there. To them, that's really the real person you are. So if you have something out there that you don't want, a prospective business partner, prospective customer, or a friend to see, you don't want your mom and dad to see it, then you, you need to take that down. So, okay, off that, back to personal branding. So um, just like a corporation – you need to have a, um, a brand statement for yourself. And this is something for you, really. Um, you can put it out there if you want to, but it's more for you. And it will evolve a little bit as you start. Um, whether it's a daily mantra 
or a quote or something you've heard that keeps you focused, that returns you to what you're all about, um, that keeps you focused when time gets tough, that could possibly be your brand mantra. Uh, having a personal brand statement is going to keep you focused as you go forward in terms of what you need to do. Now, it could be something very simple. And before we go on to that piece of it, I'm going to go ahead and take a break here because I'm about to go on a little tirade here. So let me take a quick break, and you guys will be coming back to you very soon. Growing in greatness. Thank you. Dull skin? Swipe it away. New Garnier Brightening Meister Water. Now with vitamin C. My soul's work like a magnet. In one swipe, gently cleanse, remove makeup, and brighten. New Micellar Water with vitamin C by Garnier Naturally. Do you need tile installed in your home or business? Then John Robinson Tile LLC is the company for you. We have over 60 years of experience installing tile. We do bathrooms, kitchens, and so much more. Give us a call at 803-529-0092. Check out our website at www.johnrobinsontile2.com. Visit us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, too. Just search J-Rob Tile or John Robinson Tile. We're licensed and insured and Schluter certified. If you need tile installed, we are your company. We believe in laying hands on everything that we do. That's John Robinson Tile Installation Service for new and old homes. Renovation of kitchens and bathrooms installs all types. That's John Robinson Tile, the number two, dot com. Okay, we're back. We're talking about, at this point in time, personal branding. And I want you guys to call in if you have any questions, suggestions, or whatever. The number here is 515-602-9767. Once again, 515-602-9767. Chime in and give me some questions or give me your opinion. We were talking about your um, personal brand statement. And I said before, whether it's a mantra that just kind of keeps you focused when times are going bad, or it's something that you know that brings you back to what you want to do. It could be something very simple, and hopefully after a period of time, it will evolve. Um, a brand uh, statement, brand promise for your personal brand part could be as simple as, I want to be like Jesus. That means you want to walk in his walk. You want to give to people and love people. It could be play to win. You know, that's what I do. I play to win. But as time progresses, you can give that a little more thought. You're going to say something like perhaps um, – I approach life in games with tenacity to win and to pull everybody else around me up and be successful. That evolved from playing to win to how you're going to help other people. I have a couple examples of some um, branding, personal branding statements. Um, this is from Denise Morrison. She is the CEO of Campbell Food. She says her brand statement is to serve as a leader, live a balanced life, and apply ethical principles to make a significant difference. So she said what she wants to do is important to her. She wants to be a leader. Um, she wants to live a balanced life. It's important to her. Her family is important to her as well. Not going to work, work, work. And she has ethical principles that she wants to make sure that she makes a difference with. Um, let me give you another example. Um, one from Oprah Winfrey. You all know Oprah. She says to be a teacher and to be known for inspiring my students to be more than they ever thought they could be. So question, do you think she lives up to the branding statement? Okay. And then we have another lady here, which I think is kind of interesting. Um, Amanda 
Steinberg. She's the founder of Dayworth, dailyworth.com. And she says she wants to use my gifts of intelligence, charisma, and serial optimism to cultivate the self-worth and net worth of women around the world. She want to help you put some money in your pocket. She wants women to be equal to men, but she going to use what she got. She's not, she not shy about it. She said, my intelligence and my charisma and my optimism, I'm going to use all of those aspects to do what, um, in terms of helping inspire the people I serve, clearly women, and she wants to help them with their self-worth and their net worth. So I hope that kind of helps you in terms of how you can structure your brand promise your personal brand statement and evolve it into what you really want to do. And you'll be surprised how much that, how far that takes you in life and how you make your decisions that you should based on those things. You know, now one of the major attributes of a, a positive brand, a, a strict brand, I, I have to talk about this a little bit, is professionalism. And it seems in this day and time we've forgotten about professionalism. We just say it that we want to say, you know, uh, unfortunately, in some of our leaders, we say we want to say, we have respect for anybody, we just do whatever. Being professional um, uh, takes away, it gives you the perspective of how you do life. I should say take away, but it adds to how you lead your life and what you should do. Now, whether you own a truck and you are a company who have trucks, whether you are a truck driver, whether you um, do lawn work, whether you own the lawn company, it doesn't matter your position. A job does not make you professional. Your attitude does. Your attitude and um, how you carry yourself makes you professional, not the job. So don't say that, oh, I'm just a, um, working at the um, store right now, just helping out a little bit. I just sell clothes. That's no reason for you not to be professional in that. Uh, I just kind of cut grass. It's no reason you not to be professional in that as well, because that's going to help you propel you to what your next job may be, your next service job is going to be. Um, professionalism does not depend on how much money you make, your credentials, whether you have a master's degree or a doctorate degree or whatever. It doesn't matter whether you've got a title as owner, boss. It doesn't matter if you've got a big company you work with like Microsoft or AT&T. It doesn't, those things don't matter. Is how you conduct yourself and your attitude as you do forward. I have worked with very, very professional people who um, maybe did my yard, my yard, my yard, my yard work, and I love this because they had a system in place. They were very professional, call me and tell me if they weren't going to make it, when they were going to make it, how they did my billing, um, which is so easy. They put together an entire plan for me. Now here's something that you think about, okay, this guy going to come cut my grass or lady, whoever, and I paid them X amount of dollars and da 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 But they approached me as a business. They said, look, here's how I'm going to do this. 12, 12 months in a year, I'm going to give you, we're going to do the best work we can do for you, and we're going to make it easy as we can. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to cut your grass every two weeks during this period of time. We're going to cut it every week during this period of time. We're going to aerate and seed during this period of time. We're going to do this at this period of time. We'll come back the um Right before Thanksgiving, we are Thanksgiving, cut your grass one more time, all those kind of things. And this is what it costs to get it done. And then I'm going to charge you one-twelfth each month. So even when they weren't working, they had already worked themselves into a way where they have a professional. I promise I'll call you if I don't make your date and time. You know, they were just together. And I have not worked with anybody even more professional than them. And, they, and, and people say, oh, they just cutting grass. No, they did a job. And they did it right. And they, it was something I could, they could be proud of. And I was more than happy to 
recommend them to other people. And I know they got quite a bit of business from that. Um, if you're a professional, once again, you demonstrate the willingness to learn other things. You cooperate and work with other people. You've always shown respect, no matter who or what you are. I was, um, one of my clients at one point in time was having a conference in one of the islands, and the guest speaker of the conference was um, the late, great, um, Johnny Cochran, the late, great Johnny Cochran. And uh, because my company had coordinated the event, I had the most interaction with him. And uh, I have to tell you, the thing that impressed me most about him was his respect for other people. Um, we were at the conference, very popular at the time. Um, I don't care who it was. If it was somebody cleaning the yards, it was somebody cleaning the floors, if it was somebody cooking. If they came up to him, he stopped, he talked to them, he gave them respect, he never rushed them. I was so overwhelmingly impressed, even to the point where we was having him to leave, and I needed to get him out of there to get to his um, uh, airport. He still was giving people that professionalism that he is, the respect they would do because their work, no matter what their job was. And there's something about him that always impressed me. I know people talk about his ability in the courtroom, that kind of thing. But what impressed me about him was he was a people person and he treated everybody with the same dignity and respect because, of course, in the room, there were plenty of millionaires that he came to, to be a part of the conference. But he didn't treat those other folk who were working an hourly wage job any differently than he treated the millionaires in the room. I'll never forget that about that guy. He showed respect to everybody. You have to constantly live up to your commitments, no matter how it may seem to you. If you said you're going to do something, you need to do it. And if it's some reason that something comes up that you can't, you need to let people know. Don't let them figure out you couldn't get it done or figure out you're late or whatever. You need to contact them and let them know what is going on and what's happening. You need to have a positive attitude, positive behavior. Um, be a team player. Um, you know, those are people sometimes that, um, when you have them uh, around you, they're always negative. They don't know. They're not excited about the day. We need to have people around. People want a professional person who's positive and got their eye on the prize constantly. Um, what I could also say about professionalism in terms of you and your brand, it doesn't hurt to look at other people. Who do you respect at your job or your company or other companies or whatever who conduct themselves in a certain way that you say, wow. That's impressive. I want to be like them. Well, consider watching them and seeing what they do. Try to talk with them, see how they feel about things. It never hurts to ask a question and watch and learn as to what they do. That is part of the whole process in terms of you branding yourself. There's a little, um, little acronym called PI. Um, some of you may have heard of it or not. This is something that's having to do with how you promote yourself. And there's three principles to pie, P-I-E, the pie you cut. And so the, the first element is performance. And that is simply what do you do every day? How do you do your job? How effective are you doing your job? That's, that's your performance. What's expected out of you? Do you get the job done on time? Do you do it at high quality? That's the first one. So when you're looking at people's professionalism, do they do their job first? Straight, no chaser. Then the next one is your image, okay? Um, that's what people think about your personal brand. Um, are you, um, you, maintain, you maintain a positive, and I'm not talking about all my clothes 
or whatever? Do you maintain a positive attitude all the time? Are you the person that is willing to step in and help others? Are you the one who's in the room when you have a meeting, you're saying, hey, perhaps you can do this, perhaps you can do that, opposed to the person saying, no, that can't be done. I don't want to do that. Oh, that's just too much. That's how people see you. So that's your image. What do they think about the image? Of course, dressing professionally, conducting yourself professionally, knowing how to answer a phone, not being on the phone when you're in a meeting, all those things are impersonal, and they are part of your image. So people look at your performance. They look at your image, and then we have the E part. The E is your exposure, okay? Um, who knows about you? And not only know about you, they know what you do. There's an old saying that people have said, it's not what you know, it's who you know. Well, I disagree with that. It's not what you know, it's not who you know, it's who know you. I can know a whole lot of people who don't know me, okay? So it's who know you. Do your boss know you? They know what you do. They know the position you work in. Okay. Um, have you interacted with that person directly? Your boss, your boss's boss, or other people who have high positions, and you interacted with them, and you presented in front of them. Have you have they seen you interact in a meeting? Who knows you is important. Um, are you visible? Bottom line, if you are at a corporation or if you have a business, the same thing applies. Are you visible in that business? Are you at the right kind of functions? Are you on social media doing the positive things? Are you running ads? Are you contributing to a nonprofit? What are you doing to make yourself visible so that people like what they see? So now you have your performance, you have your image, and you have your exposure. That's your pie. Now, let me just say to you, which one do you think is the most important? Well, let me just tell you. (laughs) When you look at the spectrum in terms of your performance, that's 10% of what's important. They got a lot of um, people together, a lot of um, um, people in um, human resources and other company leaders and things of that nature, and they asked them these questions. And they said, which one's the most important? And performance only got 10% in terms of level of performance because that's what's expected. That's nothing extra. That's nothing to make you stand out. You need to expect to do your job and do it on time and do it right. Then there's your image. Well, they thought a little bit more about that because you got to walk and talk the part. So they gave that 30%. Said, you know, 30% of this I'll put to an image. But the one that was overwhelmingly the most important was your exposure. Who know you? And we get upset often saying, oh, you know, it's that kind of game they play and, you know, it's, they know them or whatever. But that is the way of the world. That is life. Okay? So you need to do your work well. Conduct yourself and with an image that people can respect. And, you know, in terms of, I can do a whole diatribe about dressing and things of that nature. We won't go through that now. But the key thing is that's what you need to have an image that's approachable, that's friendly, and then you need to make yourself known and make yourself visible. Not necessarily if someone's trying to overlook you, but they don't know you. And they're, in the course of their busy day, their, their busy business, their work, they can't take that time if you don't make yourself visible by doing the right thing. I'm not advocating running around and getting somebody's face and telling on somebody and that kind of stuff, but make yourself visible in terms of doing your job well, going the extra mile, talk to people, go up to the boss, go to the other company leader, go to the community leader, go to the politician, shake their hands, tell them who you are, what you're trying to do. Um, that's where you have to get visible so in your, your, your brand proposition, 
don't forget that it's not always inward. It's sometimes a lot of it's outward that people can see it, believe it, hear it, and smell it, okay? That is what we have to talk about today in terms of brand, personality. I have some other things I can bring to your attention, but I want to say I'm so grateful and thankful that you are here today. Uh, I want you to uh, hit me up on Facebook, Growing Greatness Radio Show. Give me input, thoughts. Tell me if it's something you want to discuss. Please call in on our show. The number every week is the same. It's 515-602-9767. Let me hear from you. We're looking forward to it. And once again, go out now and go be great. Thank you. Have a good evening. It's Growing in Greatness radio show with host Gwendolyn Singletary. We want to be your source for reliable, relevant, and informative strategies that disrupt the norm and to help ambitious achievers grow in greatness. Don't miss it. Mondays at 6 p.m. right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. Achievers grow in greatness. Greatness, 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 greatness.